Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Takes It Took a Movie podcast. Um, I am your host this week. This is Mariah, and I am joined with... Miles. That's me. Stefan. That's him. Who? You? Me? Me? You? Her? Her? I was trying to do a who's on first bit, but I didn't know how to set it up. Well, so I was like, I was gonna point to Mariah and say you, but I had already been referring to you as you. Yeah, well, so I was like, they don't, they don't. It doesn't the work. They can't see me they, pointing. No, they can't see. They can't see what I'm doing with my hands right now. Oh, dude, he's doing insane gang signs. Yeah, well, he's ganging it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude. <he's- laughs> Back to the podcast. Thank you for uh, joining us this week. Um, I am leading the discussion, and today we're going to be talking about the 1985 film Police Story. Um, I guess. Oh my goodness! I almost forgot. We always start by asking, like, we well, always start by asking. Yeah, I just I got too excited about got Jackie a whole Chan. Procedure. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I apologize. Um, what movies have you guys seen recently? Miles, go. Oh, okay. I watched. Um, I guess I, I rewatched Millennium Actress. Oh, uh, which was very it wasn't, good. It wasn't very long since. Or are you talking about? Because I watched it with you like, a couple of months ago. I, I rewatched. You it. rewatched it with somebody else. Wow. Okay. Um, good movie. It's good. It's a good movie. I need to see more of Satoshi Kon's stuff. It's, he's. I really like his editing. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Any anyone out there who is okay with with watching not American movies, <laughs> I recommend. And animated. And animated. It's it's not it's not in English. And it's animated. I don't know if the animated part's gonna be the not seller though. No, I don't know. I feel like most people yeah. are okay with animated movies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh Stefan. Stefan, I, I watched a French movie called Holy Motors. One of the wildest, craziest, weirdest movies that I've ever seen. It's about this guy who I presume to be an actor moving through unquote appointments what i believe to be his acting gigs throughout like a day and he just sort of goes through them very coldly like a machine until he rolls up and one of them he's like this weird like sewer troll and he comes out of the ground and he's in a cemetery and he's like stealing people's cigarettes and he's like (laughs) biting on flowers and eating flowers and then he abducts this girl who's getting photos taken because he's a model um there's one he's doing like motion capture it gets really weird. This other girl in motion capture shoot, suit shows up and they start doing weird things. Um, this one was playing an accordion. It's really weird. I, I'd recommend it. I think it's, you just watched a fever dream. I could have. And then it ends. Well, okay, well, I can't tell you the ending. There's a monkey in it. Oh, hell There's yeah. There's a monkey and a monkey baby. So it was... it was Two monkeys? I, it was two monkeys. Two chimps. It was, it was great. I would love to see more people watch it and see their take on it. Um, well, if it's got monkeys in it. I had a great time. But... Mariah. Mariah, what did you watch? Um, I had to look on my letterbox to you remember. two things that you liked. I, since we last spoke, I've, I've watched a yeah. few things that I've really enjoyed. Um, and so I'm trying to pick which one to talk about. I think I'm going to talk about The Way Way Back. Uh, the Way it's Way a, Back. It's, uh, oh, shoot. It's streaming. You can find it, I think, on Amazon or HBO. I can't remember. Um, but it's like a coming of age, just very feel-good film. Um, that I really enjoyed. Steve Carell plays just an absolute dick of like a stepfather figure. 
and Sam Rockwell um, is amazing in it. And I just really enjoyed it. And I think it was really well cast. And yeah, I just had a really good time watching it. Um, well, I do enjoy Steve Carell. Yes. So and if you're looking for just a good kind of summer coming of age, feel good film, I definitely, definitely recommend The Way Way Back. Um, however, that movie is very different than the movie we're going to be discussing today. Did you see that segue? Thank you. Thank you. What movie? Um, what mo- oh, what hit, what hit film what are we going to watch? I'm I mean, totally talk about. We're not going to. We already watched it. We did already watch it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about Police Story, the 1985 classic written by, directed by, and starring our man, Jackie Chan. All right, boys. Rapid fire. Tell me the men. plot. I'm sorry. Men. That's not boys. <laughs> oh, men. Uh, yes, you're right. I'm a man. I definitely <laughs> identified as a man and not a boy. Um, all right. Yeah, Rapid so fire. Beginning the movie. Police story. Boom. Jackie Chan. Crops. Gah! Crops. Cops. Baddies. Drugs. They're in this village town. Boom, 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 boom. Shot, 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 shot. Cars go flying through buildings. People are jumping out of the way. People are getting hurt in real life. They're trying to catch... This drug lord. They're trying to catch a drug lord. Drug lord gets away. He gets on a bus. Jackie chases on the bus with an umbrella. He falls off and he catches him. But then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then he, the drug lord gets off on bail or some shit. On like technicalities. On technicalities. So they end up trying to get the girlfriend to call him out for being a sack of shit. And so he, Jackie Chan has to watch over the girlfriend, but she's being kind of a secretary. What? Isn't it the secretary? I thought, I thought it was, it was the girlfriend. girlfriend. I thought it was the drug lord's like girlfriend. Yeah. Oh no! I th- she just started working for him. Oh. Yeah. That was the whole thing, I think. Eh. Either way, fucking, she's being kind of a like a dick about the whole thing, and she's being really mean to him. And Jackie Chan fakes a robbery to get her to be nice, but then she finds out later on, and so she goes back to being a dick, and then. And, and, and then, Back to you, Stefan. Go, go, and go, go, go. And then, and then Jackie Chan starts actually protecting her, and then actual bad guys come try to kill her, and they're like, whoa, okay, this is serious. And then... Um, there's a lot of slapstick thrown in there in between. And then, <laughs> and then, and then there's a lot of slapsticks, there's a lot of slapping, there's a lot of sticks, there's a lot of banging, there's a lot of shooting up pencils. And then he's framed. And then he's framed. They bring his friend in, and they go, all right, your friend, your friend is a bad guy the whole time. And they say, you know what? Ah, your friend is dead. And he goes, no. And then all the slapsticks, gone. No more no slapping. More no more sticks. No more sticks slapping. Jackie's in for blood. Comedy is dead. He's in for blood. What's comedy? Never heard of it before. Jackie doesn't know such a thing. He's ready to kick butts in a mall. And then he jumps into a big bowl. And then he slides down it. And he nearly dies but he doesn't die and he gets up and he gets the bad guy and then he beats the crap out of the bad guy so goddamn much that the bad guy blows up and and shits his <laughs> pants and he blows up and, and the then, police and commissioner then, didn't see a single and then thing. jackie chan moves to america and he meets and he meets chris tucker <laughs> and then he and then rush hour begins um that was very energetic we did energetic so good. a lot of names thrown around um if you want a more thorough summary, if you haven't seen it, first of all, definitely recommend you watch Police Story. It's very good. Mother, I know you probably didn't watch this one because you don't. Well, you do like subtitles. I don't know. Watch this one. But maybe yeah, if you give want, this one a little Google on Wikipedia if um, the wow. boys summary was a good Wow. There were no names thrown around. I got okay. confused and I've seen the movie. Titles. Would you, Jackie shit. Chan. Jackie Chan. Drug Lord. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Well, he also... Friend. Jackie Chan's girlfriend or the drug lord's girlfriend? 
There's two. Well, oh, we Jackie for, Chan's girlfriend. We didn't even mention the other girlfriend. We didn't mention girlfriend. her because yeah. she's, she's not really important. Yeah, she's not that she's important. She's kind of there yeah. to be like... I think we killed it. I think we did a great job. I think I honestly think we killed it. I think that was the log line. But I yeah, I guess if it. you want a lamer description of the movie that takes like two hours, then yeah, just watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, a lame description that takes two hours. You know, the editor's got to come and cut it down after, you know, 50 years. Like, fine. Yeah. Go read your novel. Okay. Thank you for the summary. Now let's get into it. Um, yeah, so it was... Uh, Written by Jackie Chan and Edward Tang. While Jackie Chan had already had his breakout role in Asia with the 1978 film The Drunken Master, um, he had tried to break into American cinema with a series of movies in the past. Uh, The 1980 film The Big Brawl was considered a disappointment, didn't really do anything for him. Then he was in the 1985 film The Protector, which he really hoped would do well, and it didn't. Um, And... The failure of The Protector actually inspired Jackie Chan to write and direct Police Story since he clashed with the director on set. The director, mm. James Glickenhaus. Um, <laughs> no wonder. I'd want to fight James yeah. Glickenhaus. Dude, if, I'm, if I ever meet a James Glickenhaus, throwing hands. Okay. That's uh, a sussy name. That's an on-site. Wait, this is for the director's cut? That guy's kind of sussy, no He's cap. Sussy among us, no cap, for real, bro. <laughs> for real, for real, on God. For sussy. real, for real, on God. He kind of like me, for real, for real. Dude, venting? L plus ratio, dude. Imposter be venting. <laughs> Please save me from this hellhole. Okay. Glickenhaus ended up editing an American version of The Protector, which was a box office failure. Jackie Chan ended up editing the Hong Kong version, which was a moderate success. My boy's an editor, too? An editor? Yes. And and just because the experience was so bad, again, he was inspired to make Police Story. And in an interview I watched, he said, I'm better than the protector. I write my own script. Uh, Look, that's what I want. And that's what he did. He, you know, he wrote his own script. He made his own movie. And and it wouldn't be, unfortunately, until the 90s when he did the 95 movie Rumble in the Bronx that he really kind of got notoriety in America. Especially with Rush Hour, too, that really launched his career in the States. The fantastic film that is Rush Hour. Yes. And Jackie Chan officially gets the N-word pass on that one. Yep. Anyway, fun series, also on HBO Max, if anybody wants to watch those ones. So, for the pre-production, working on the script and all that stuff, again, it was written by Jackie Chan and Edward Tang. What's interesting to me is the fact that in the script development process, Chan told Tang to focus on locations and props to build a story around those. It was stunt focused from the very beginning and that was the entire point of the film. You can watch interviews with Jackie Chan where he's talking about driving around and getting inspiration for props to use for scenes. In Police Story 2, he jumps on top of a moving semi and like ducks under a hanging sign. Mm -hmm. So he talks about, you know, I was driving and I saw that and I thought, oh, that could be an interesting like obstacle and things like that. It's just really cool how his mind works and how he Mm -hmm. focuses on objects he can use and using his environment. Well, I love the idea of going to Jackie Chan and you're like, I have a prop idea. And he's like, what is it? And you're like, a town. A whole mm. town on a hill. And he goes, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so Chan felt that the the stunts would be the focus and draw the audience in more than, you know, a completely perfect Oscar winning story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think it's still a good story. 
but he wanted to focus also more on street fighting than the traditional martial arts films where it's very rhythmic and slow and um, paced and stuff like that. I want to also add that Police Story was also filmed between two of his other films, which are considered some of his most dangerous roles because he almost died on them. So in 1983, he did Project A, uh, where he nearly broke his neck uh, doing a stunt where he hangs from a clock tower and falls through some cloth like overhangs Mm -hmm. and he fell right on his head. Oh, uh, and then after Police Story, he did Armor of God in 1986, which was his most dangerous uh, injury, where he leapt from kind of like this rock bridge onto a tree, and he fell, and he smashed his head on a rock, and if that wasn't bad enough, a piece of bone went into his brain, mm. and he was bleeding from his ear. He oh. nearly, he very nearly died. So in between those, he's doing Police Story, which obviously has some phenomenal stunts and significant injuries as well. So that whole period, homie was just beat up. Who's watching over Jackie Chan? Because they got a hell of a job. He's got a... Boy working overtime making sure Jackie Chan doesn't eat shit every two seconds. Yeah, I wouldn't want that job. And what's interesting to me is that in both of those injuries, they had filmed like a decent take. But he'd be like, oh, I think I can do it faster. I think I can do it a little bit better. And that's when the injury happened. I think I can do it with a little bit more think, brain bleed. I think, yeah. I think I can spill a little bit. I don't need my pituitary. I can lose it. I can dribble that out on the rock of it. And as long as it gets a good take. Okay. So moving on from pre-production into production now. They had a budget of kind of the equivalent of about $2 million going in. Uh, because Chan wanted to focus on spending time doing the stunts, he used his own car, his own apartment for filming to save money. Um, he was also working on two movies at the same time. During the day, he was on set for Heart of Dragon. And at night, he direct and act in Police Story. Man. As if just one movie doing all those stunts wasn't well, enough. And then thinking about, yeah, when he, when he does get hurt, that's shutting down production for two movies. Do you think he stops? No, he doesn't. Yeah, like he gets oh, hurt and then right. he just goes, nah, well, sure. Okay. I think it was Rumble in the Bronx. He broke his ankle and they just um, like fixed it up and made it look like a thicker sock on his ankle. And he just kept going. Yeah. I could be wrong about the movie. I think it was that. How? Why, does, why How? is he like this? How? Why is he like that? What, what gene did I not get that he has? <laughs> just like, just to be like, oh, I've, I've broken my body. It Let's gets, just keep doing it. It gets 90 degrees here and I go, oh, <laughs> I can't. Out here running around with bone in his brain in a broken angle. <laughs> yeah. yep. um, but aside from that, I, I couldn't really find a whole lot on anything other besides like the stories behind the stunts. And I feel like I, I'm just going to be going into them. I don't know what else you really That's expect. Not, it's a stunt based movie. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the stunts. But yeah, it's a Jackie Chan movie. It's stunts. We're going to talk about stunts. We're going to be talking about stunts. We're going to be talking about stunts. Are we going to be talking about stunts? I think we're going to be talking about stunts. Should I talk about stunts? I think we're talking about stunts. Mm. Okay, I'll talk about stunts. <laughs> so, for that, the shantytown car demolition scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those lives. That was a lot. Yeah. They had 14 cameras rolling for that scene, obvi- that shot, obviously, when the car breaks through everything. Yeah, because you can only really do that once. Yeah. Just and find they another town. <laughs> yep. One stuntman very nearly died while filming that because the car went off like the tracks that they had made for it. Oh. And it hit him. Oh. 
And in an interview that I watched, Jackie Chan talks about, you know, being told, oh, hey, you know, I saw a stunt guy kind of disappear. He didn't pop back up. Running to go see him, seeing him just absolutely, you know, fucked up from this car. Demolished. And he talks about how traumatizing it was and, you know, how bad he felt. I'm I'm not going to go into that much detail because, like, I don't know if listeners, like, want to hear that kind of stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's only funny when Jackie Chan gets hit. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that was it was extremely dangerous and somebody nearly died. And you can see in the obviously in the in the credits, um, they have the behind the scenes going. They're all running in. I thought it was they were going for Jackie Chan, but I guess they're going for it. You know, um, when they they take a man out on a stretcher, and that was the guy from the shanty town. Uh, I don't even I don't even think they have a stretcher. They're just like carrying him, like they're uh, all just sort of like holding him up. I mean, uh, not 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 as a way to correct you, but I was just like I noticed a couple times when they're carrying people, it's just like they're just carrying them, like not on a stretcher, and it's like man, yeah, they're raw dog and the paramedic. Oh please, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so that was bad. Although mother, if you heard that, I'm sorry. Huh? I just I just realized my mom might hear that, and <laughs> I don't want her to hear me saying she's raw a, dogging. I can, I can take that out. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's funny. It's good. Okay, so move. Uh, so moving on from the the car scene, obviously, it goes into the bus, the double decker yeah. bus fight scene. So first of all, he was using a wooden umbrella, and it kept like breaking and slipping. So they had to use like a metal umbrella, but it still looks like wood. So I just thought that was like a cool piece of set deck that like you can't tell that, but. During the bus scene, Chan, you know, stops the bus and just, you know, stands out, sticks yeah. out his hand and, and people fly out the front of the window. Mm-hmm. What was supposed to happen was two stuntmen were going to come out of the window and hit the car. Okay. But because oh, of... it was the third guy that just nailed his head. Yeah. I and saw, I, <laughs> none of them hit the car. I yeah. saw that in the end credits. I don't know. I didn't like realize what was going on when i was watching the movie but i was watching the end credits and that motherfucker just takes it in the head yeah so basically with the bus the way that the brakes worked it kind of had a little bit of pullback when it when the the bus actually breaks okay and so they tried to you know kind of jump through the window but then the bus moved backwards and so they didn't get the full distance that they needed and a third guy ended up falling out as well oh god so Instead of two two stuntmen hitting a car, three stuntmen just fell on the ground. And obviously they used that take. Jackie Chan did not yell cut. He he knew that something had kind of happened. Yeah. He finishes the yeah. the shot in the scene, and then when they yell cut, he just immediately turns around and just like hears like groaning, because obviously they weren't They just nailed it. Yeah. That's so sad because I feel like with the stunts like this, it's like you can't you do want to keep going because you don't want it to all be for nothing. Yeah. Right. So you, you gotta finish it, so then you can at least use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, I know it's a, it's kind of like a, a thing in the movie industry, where you use the take where like the most harm was done if yeah. it's good enough. Mm-hmm. So if someone gets hurt, that's the take you use because then they got hurt for nothing. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Use the take where someone goes face first into concrete. Well, yeah. If you're thinking about easy examples like Django Unchained. Where mm-hmm. Leo cuts his hand and yeah. uses yeah. that. And or even um, in The Exorcist, there's a bit where she's like flailing around on the bed and she had a harness on uh-huh. and they're pulling her and she, appar- she apparently like... Was really hurt. Something was really hurt, really hurt her back or something. Yeah. So she was like actually hurt. Or like in um, Lord of the Rings when he punches oh, the helmet and shatters Lord of the Rings hand. when he picks up the helmet and he bites on it really hard with his teeth. 
Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it shatters his teeth. Yeah. That yeah. Part. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When uh, Vigo, Vigo Baggins, Vigo, Vigo Baggins picks up the helmet and then he uh-huh. he just he swallows it whole. <laughs> okay, to just to finish up the bite, yeah. bus fight thing. Um, there's also take what you see in the credits where the bus didn't stop fast enough and Jack yeah. chose to like move out of the way. Otherwise, light. he would have gotten hit by bus. Yeah. Which would not have been fun for anyone. And I just, we glanced over the fact that the dude was hanging from a bus window at a, a full moving bus mm-hmm. with a wooden umbrella sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, eh, we'll just use this one. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it so and cool? <laughs> it's insanely cool. I'm also guessing zero safety, <laughs> zero straps. Hong uh, Kong just correct. gets things done. Yeah. They just. Uh... Well, I know in like, I don't know if it's the same for like Jackie Chan movies, but I know like for the Ip Man series, mm-hmm. it's very common where if you're a stuntman, you don't get paid unless you're in the movie. So you can like, they'll be like, oh, we need stuntmen for the day. And you'll wait, you'll waste your whole day just waiting for a stunt. And then they'll be like, oh, well, we're going to change it up. And then your day was wasted. Hmm. Um, I don't know how I got on this tangent, but yeah, uh, Jackie Chan's crazy. (laughs) Yes. uh, Moving on to the final sequence in the mall. Oh, we're skipping a big portion of the movie. Yes. Okay, cool. Just because I genuinely couldn't find a whole lot. And the three kind of main stunt areas that articles behind the scenes stuff focus on are right. the shantytown, the bus scene, and then the mall. Okay. So, yes, we are kind of skipping a lot, but... We're skipping... A jump into water. Jump into water. Yes. I will say, too, Bridget Lynn, who plays Selena, mm-hmm. did pretty much all of her own stunts as well. Oh. Yeah. She gets thrashed yeah. in the mall. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that was actually the first stunt that she did, I believe. She gets, like, thrown over the shoulder onto the coffee table. table. And so she was offered a stunt double. She said, no, I want to do my own stunts since like you guys are doing your own stunts. Uh, she was extremely was nervous bad. and scared. They do the stunt. She passes out because she was so scared. <laughs> and then she bruises her hip and then the director goes, all right, get up, do it again. Let's go. She was like, okay. Massive amount of respect. Yeah. Man. Insane amount. Bridget Lynn. Bridget Lynn. Bridget Lynn. We love you. Yes. Good job. Okay, so final sequence of the mall. Final sequence. They shot the last big sequence over a few months. And the mall was still open, so they would film like at night. Okay, I was gonna say there's just people there. <laughs> and then reset. There were about 300 extras that they used. There's this, and not not the big stunt at the end, but there's the stunt where Jackie is flipped over a balcony and like crashes through. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. The little hut thing. Little hut yeah. thing. Yeah. Not the I mean, other hut that he also crashes yes, through. Yeah, the, but the first the one. First hut. When they filmed that. They had to take him to the hospital because he wasn't breathing after it. Oh, great. So that, I believe, is that end credit scene where they're, like, rubbing his chest. It was after that because he just got... It was bad. He stopped. You know... He stopped existing for a little bit. There's a couple of things that can go wrong. I have to say, not breathing is something I don't do very often. Yeah, I I tend to stay Um, away from that one. How quickly do you think they get to him on these stunts very quickly if you, you, you like can see instantly? you can see i'm not sure if it's for this one but other other ones when someone goes down the whole stunt yeah. team just immediately like swarms them and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff i mean you saw when they they're, they're rubbing his chest they're taking yeah. off his socks they're like all they're over getting that man naked socks they're giving him a pedicure they <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this 
then they toss him through. I know it's fake glass, but they're just like, they're playing around with the glass. They like mm-hmm. figured out how to do it, and they're like, oh, we got, we got to put yeah. this in so many times. We got fake glass. He uses it as a weapon. He's gonna kill a guy with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the bit where one of the bad guys is flipped over like an escalator and kind of bounces down it. Yeah. And on mm-hmm. the DVD, so we have the Criterion DVD of. Uh, police story. God, that's so cool. And it comes with like behind the oh, behind yeah. the scenes and special features and all that kind of stuff. And he was he was revisiting the mall that they shot that in in the nineties, I believe, mm-hmm. and was explaining that for that stunt they basically had kind of almost like metal rods on the guy's oh. fit, so that way when he bounced, it was not like actually hitting him; it was hitting like metal yeah. essentially, yeah. so he can he can bounce down metal, it. Metal. And it still hurt, but it was a lot safer. Because because yeah, because he was first of all, yeah landing on an escalator though they they're sharp they're sharp they i know i was like they're so sharp they got like you know the 90 degree angles so yeah it makes sense that he has like a, a metal thing like on his shin and stuff to, the yeah. someone died on an escalator in uh I've that seen one movie oh a final movie. destination i've seen it, it yeah. sucked into it escalators beat yeah Ooh. i've seen and then i lost my so shoelace once in an escalator escalators are pretty Hey, this podcast is sponsored by Yamaha Moped. The perfect vehicle to get yanked off of and fly your shoe 90 feet into the sky. And to leave your girlfriend stranded with. And to leave your girlfriend. And then have, while you take and, it from her. And to have one of the worst communicative relationships in history. <laughs> just god awful. The amount of miscommunications and just like... Yeah, it's so silly, and she's still with him. And she's still with yep. not for. I mean, like after the whole bit he did while getting dressed, I where right. he was like, "Oh yeah, You're she's shitting a, on her. She's a bitch, and I hate her, and I hope she dies." Yeah, he's 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 not a nice man. And but like, I feel like on both ends, I feel like they're both because then later she's like, "Oh, you need to come have dinner with my mom," and he's like, "I'm a." policeman i need to go like protect this woman and she's like mom's gonna be upset it's like what the hell what world do you live in and then she calls him at work and gets upset when he's distracted you're like what i feel like they're both just like awful for each other i'm like what oh honey you need to come have dinner i'm wanted for murder i i'm i'm suspected for murder she does come through 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 at the end she She is in the second one as well yeah she also gets fucking slapped around she yeah, gets kicked down yeah. a flight of stairs. She women. fucking sails through the yeah. air. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk Anyways, about their relationship. Thanks, later. Yamaha, for sponsoring this. Thanks, Yamaha. And giving us zero dollars. Okay, so for the final stunt. Final stunt. The stunt. The big one. Three times it repeats. Okay, so they had 15 cameras rolling. Again, they had about 300 extras. One less than when they put cars through a goddamn village no it's about the same i think they had 14 for that oh so one more yeah so they had more cameras i thought they had 60 for the one man Yeah, they had more cameras for a guy sliding down a pole oh i wonder i wonder why they would do that i wonder because it can't be that bad it can't be that bad of a stunt it can't be that bad of a stunt it can't be that dangerous we're gonna have 15 cameras on you we're gonna do it in one take and we can only do one take of it that sounds a lot like the car one yeah so the original plan instead wait you know instead of a village and a car it's just it's just a, a man guy and his bones and his, <laughs> and his yeah. flesh 
so uh, I, clearly there are lights attached to the pole, which made it a bit of a challenge to slide down. Mm-hmm. The original plan was that the lights were going to be powered by a low voltage car battery. So it was going to be a lot safer. Okay. Right. However, didn't happen. And they had to use the outlets. And Jackie's like, <laughs> so I might be electrocuted. And then he was like, don't worry. If that happens, I'll pull the plug. Homie, if I'm getting electrocuted, it's, it's going to be late. too late. It's too late. And especially as you're sliding down a pole, you can fall. You can like let go. You can die. Yeah. You can die. Right. You can die. Okay, so hold on. Let's let's take this step by step. First one going down. How do you have how tall the pole is? I want to say it's like seventy feet. Not sure. First first step going down a pole that's seventy feet high and doesn't that's, go the whole way. By that's the, way. the first thing you need to try and think about. Okay. Second Thinking. thing, think about getting electrocuted. Oh, all on its own. All on its own. Think about what it's like to get electrocuted. The sound of me thinking. Think about being electrocuted. Think about the pain. Think about your muscles convulsing. Think about how you can't control yourself. Now add those things together. Going down a pole, electrocuted. Plugged in. Plugged in. Plugged in. The light bulbs got really hot. Really hot. Oh. And made the pole really hot. Oh. So even though he did not get electrocuted, he instead gave himself secondary burns on his hands as he went down. When he landed... He injured his seventh and eighth vertebrae and dislocated his pelvis. See, the vertebrae are hard to replace because See, they are your spine. It's a fun word to spell. You kind of need them when you need to, you know, stand. So despite exist, sleep. So despite skin peeling off of his hands, a dislocated pelvis, that. and a fucked up back, homie still got up, finished the shot, finished the take because he had so much adrenaline, he couldn't really like tell. And it was only after they yelled cut and the stunt guys kind of had to calm him down because he was just so, like, into it that he was like, oh, shit, and, like, looked at his hands. He looks at his hands. Oh, that's fine. Looks at his back. "Ah, I can live with that. Looks at his pelvis. It's just confirmed. Cries. Dies. Jackie Chan is built different. Um, He's built fucking different. And he's, he's talked about it a lot, but leading up to that stunt, he was extremely scared. Well, you can in the movie he's like psyching himself up to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Um, one of the stuntmen came over and put a little like Buddha in his pocket to, for like protection. That's nice. And he, yeah, he genuinely thought he was gonna die. He needed a lot of. Well, two. One thing about the stunt is he doesn't get a running head start. He's fucking crouched mm-hmm. on a railing yeah, yeah. and has to jump about eight feet to this pole. Already yeah. fucking insane. So he w- he was he was you know crouched and ready. Absolutely terrified, genuinely thinking like, oh, I'm going to die from doing this. Yeah. And he's telling the guys, okay, when I nod my head, start rolling, and then I'll be good to go. He accidentally kind of just like adjusted his neck, and he hears, rolling! And he was like, fuck. He hears 15 cameras all rolling. Oh, God. They only have about 400 feet, so he's like, of, of film, so that he knows that he doesn't have a lot of time just to like sit here and, and like wait. Oh, and God. so he, the little yell that he does mm-hmm. is- beforehand is him psyching himself up to do it. Oh, so that's actually that's him. That's actually him. Oh, fuck. Like, that wasn't for the yeah. character. That was him, like, getting the courage to do it. Um, and so after, you know, completing it, obviously, they want to show that multiple times because what an insane stunt. Yeah. Um, and after yelling cut, he said that, you know, the crew was, like, applying, applying, applauding like crazy. Women who were on the crew were, like, crying because they were so relieved <laughs> that he hadn't died. 
Um, and this was, and then they finished filming this about 6 a.m. And then they all went and got drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To celebrate. Yeah, as you should. And the next day, he had to be on his other set. And that's when the adrenaline finally wore off. And he gets up and he, like, can't move his hands. And he's, like, so weak because he gave everything. And he was, like, fuck. And he, like, was useless on set that day. Because he just yeah. given it all to he that He still stunt. fucking went to set? Yeah. I, I can't believe he didn't, like, work gloves or something like they didn't think about that uh, well his character or, wasn't wearing gloves at the moment so but like they should have wrote that in that for some reason maybe because he's random motorcycle or something they should be wearing gloves you know or maybe i guess well i guess maybe the bit is you're supposed to control your speed with like your shoes yeah is that how it's supposed to work and maybe just i don't know or the pool's not supposed to be insanely hot i guess you're right the pool's hot i just love it's like okay don't miss the pole you'll die go down the pole at the right speed or you'll die Hit this thing correctly or you'll die. Do that all correctly and you might not die. And he went, okay. Yeah. And actually he went, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. ah! <laughs> So anyway, that that kind of concludes the, the stunts that I wanted to talk about. I mean, obviously that last one is infamous. I mean, his, his stunt work is... All of it is insanely good. Insane. Um, and I want to, sh- you know, obviously talk about the people who made this possible, which is the Jackie Chan stunt team. Thank you, Jackie Chan stunt team. Yes. So the Jackie Chan stunt team was founded in 1976. It was actually a relatively small group in 1983 when they did Project A that I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. They had about six members. By Police Story 2 in 1988, they had 20 members and there were about 12 stuntmen in the team working on this movie. Now, this movie did very well in Hong Kong, Taiwan, Japan, grossing around the equivalent about $14 million dollars and around 3.5 million tickets were sold. In Hong Kong, it was the third highest grossing movie of the year, received acclaim um, at the fifth Hong Kong Film Awards. It won Best Feature and Best Action Choreography, and it was also nominated for Best Director, Actor, Actress, Cinematography, and Editing. As it should. In the US, it received mixed reviews, and it wasn't until I think it was re-released in the 90s that people here kind of... Yeah, so I am going to fist fight every single American that didn't like this movie. Yes. I will beat them up because Jackie Chan is a national treasure, even though he's not <laughs> from this nation. Well, he's a national treasure. He's an international treasure. He's an international he's a, treasure. He's, a, he's a tr- just a treasure. He is I think really we can just stop a tap dancing around the situation and just say he is a treasure. What a man, what a man, what a man. Jackie we Chan, should put him on the moon to preserve. If if you're listening to this, which obviously you are. I know Jackie. I know Jackie Chan's listening to this. I know Tarantino's listening to this. I know Barack Obama. I know you're all and listening. And Snoop Dogg. So now I kind of want to talk about the cultural impact and just kind of how Jackie Chan changed kung fu movies. Please do. In this movie alone, he had a lot of control with this project. Obviously, he choreographed it. He rehearsed it. He knew what the edit was going to look like so he could mm-hmm. tell exactly what he wanted. Obviously wrote directed and stars in it as well yeah. <laughs> and you know that is more than most action stars now i don't know tom cruise and- like, well tom cruise is the literally the one other exception i know yeah. i was like the the whole concept of like the sort of like an action star of that caliber like to really isn't but i think he had a hand in this film more than most action stars have in their films mm-hmm. um which is really cool i do well, I guess I guess to talking about like Tom Cruise, yeah, I think Tom Cruise like owns the like production company that makes his movies. Which Donnie is I... Yen. Donnie Yen is the guy from Ip Man. Okay. Um, who pays actors extra so that he can legitimately beat the crap out of them. 
All right. If you watch, this is a bit of a danger. If you watch the It Man movies, like the first one, there's a scene where he's just railing on a guy's face. Full force. He paid that man extra so he could just do it for realsies. Wow. Yeah. This is a bit of a tangent. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I think I can take a punch. I think oh, I can take where? I have. In the face. In the head. You think you can take a full... I mean, I have. Oh. But I think I suffered a lot of head fight. trauma as a kid. <laughs> and I think my skull is just, like, thick. And I think I can just get hit in the head. I got hit in the head a lot by fast-moving sports equipment <laughs> in elementary school. Where, like, footballs, soccer balls, baseballs would just hit me in the head. And then I just keep going, and people are like, are you okay? And I'm just like, I, I, yeah, I guess. Mariah, you think you take a bite? I mean, I've been... Probably. Okay, okay. Where in the face you want to get hit? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... It, I mean, um, I wouldn't want to. I don't know where the... But I probably I mean, could. I, I, think, I think the best spots are like the probably, cheekbone, I think right? the cheek is just... The, <sighs> I mean, I know when you're punching someone, you want to hit them in the nose. I love that we're talking about if we yeah. can take a punch. And meanwhile, Jackie Chan is just sliding down a 70-foot, like, yeah. hot pole yeah. and breaking his back and... While also getting punched. Yeah, okay, well, Jackie Insane. Chan is not human, so I yeah, don't think we is, can compare him to our standards. He is actually built different. Okay, so... Anyway, back back to this now. Um, I kind of want to address his impact on kung fu movies in general because before he came along, most fights were more methodical, rhythmic, serious. Um, often the earlier ones too were very mythical and, and relied on. Yeah, they had a lot of the the mm-hmm. things so they could fly around. Yeah, the wire work and stuff. Um, obviously, Bruce Lee had a huge influence on martial arts films. Thank you, Bruce Lee. Who? Yes, and was key to opening up that genre in the U.S. I'm sorry, who's, who's Bruce Lee? Bruce who? Bruce, Bruce Lee? Bruce Wayne? I know Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Oh, Batman. Batman movies. We're talking about the, the hit Batman film. With Batman with Mr. Freeze. Batman story. Batman. <laughs> okay. And Batman and Robin. Wait, That's wait, the wait, actual on, name guys, of it. It's Batman I can, and Robin. I can fix this. I see. Oh, yes. I see. Oh, yeah. I see. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's great. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. I know Bruce Lee. Um, yeah. So obviously, he 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 was the key to opening up that kind of demographic in the U.S. Um, there's also I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's in the it's a fight scene between Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. Yes. I was just about the reference. Yeah, I was gonna he, reference the he, chest hair. Yeah, he rips out the chest hair and then blows yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so he good. definitely got someone in his mouth. So. Jackie Chan kind of infused more comedy with his with his scenes, obviously. Kind of Buster Keaton-esque slapstick with complex fight scenes. Um, one thing that I have remarked about with Stefan, and it's not an original thought necessarily, but really in any Jackie Chan movie, it's not just a fight in a room or a mall or whatever, but they use the environment around yeah, them, yes. which you know keeps the audience guessing. It doesn't get old. It's very engaging to watch that kind of stuff they're not just running and jumping they're you know they're using tables chairs fridges plates clothing racks all that kind yeah. of stuff um which i just think is so fun i mean when, when like a fight scene revolves around a car door yeah that's cool yeah even i mean i was thinking about this when we we're watching the movie i was like even if there was no subtitles it would this still been really entertaining to watch you know just because it's like oh yeah all the crazy stuff he's doing and even like I mean, he just runs up, like he just runs down a steep hill for a bit. Yeah, that was another. That thing. was also the, impressive. Yeah. On the DVD extra again, um, he comes back to that same spot and he's got a basketball 
And he's like, just so you can see how steep this is, because he's like, I didn't even really realize how steep it was. And he throws the ball, he like lets the ball roll down, and that shit just like be flying. Damn. And it's like, yeah, if he had just stepped wrong, he would have been Humbled fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's even just like that, you know? I was just going to say, you know, there's a reason he's built different. Yeah. And yeah, I can talk about that right now. Just a, like a little bit about his like, oh, we his actually, training and we're talking about like how he's actually my buff little boy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So buff daddy, buff homie daddy was energetic daddy. from day one. Mm-hmm. His parents nicknamed him Pow Pow, which means cannonball, because he was always oh, rolling bro. around and just all over the place. Great. Um, here's here's the cannonball himself. Uh-huh. Oh we're my looking, goodness! Okay, we're looking at a photo of young Pow Pow, Jackie Chan, cannonball. He's hmm. He got a big noggin. How, do you, how would I describe? Okay, <laughs> just look up baby, baby Jackie Chan. But yeah, except don't look up the movie Robin B Hood by accident, <laughs> which is a movie featuring Jackie Chan and a baby. Oh. Okay. Okay. So anyway, when he was six, um, he went to the China Drama Academy where he studied under, and I'm probably going to say this name wrong, Yu Jin Yen, who also trained other famous kung fu actors. From there, he trained in martial arts and acrobatics for 10 years, very intensely. And also, I found out how he got his name, the nickname Jackie, because he, he worked on a construction site with a man named Jack, who called him Little Jack, and Little Jack became Jackie, and he just like stuck with it, which I just thought was very interesting. Little Jack. Huh. Um, anyway, so yeah, from, from when he was like six, he, he started training, and he just kind of never stopped. So that's oh, why yeah. Homie is built differently. Yeah, yeah. Let's, just, yeah let's just really think about that. 10 years. 10 years of training and and we saw a little bit of like the training and it was just like they'd just be doing flips and stuff all day yeah they'd be making them do flips just all day for like 10 years no wonder no wonder you could just like hang on an umbrella and fly around very i wish someone put me in one of those schools and i could be a little monkey man (laughs) alas 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 you are last year i am wearing glasses and yeah, you just didn't train your eyes hard enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, but moving on from that, I want to talk about kind of looking at his style and what he wants to do kind of as a director and choreographer, which is he likes to use a lot of wide frames so the audience can see that he's not cheating a stunt. Mm-hmm. So you can see the action reaction. It's also faster to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do multiple shots. You can just do one shot where you see the hit action reaction and move on from that. What's not faster is that uh, he's a perfectionist and yeah. will will do as many takes as it takes. The takes it took. The, um, takes, the takes it took Jackie Chan. It took the, them takes. Took them back to my house. I stole them. Robbed them. I robbed the take store. Uh, something that he said, which I really like, is people will say, oh, Jackie, you're so good. But he says, it's not good. You can do it. Except do you have the patience or not to like get that shot that you like mm-hmm. and make sure everything is good. Um, and I'm not sure what movie it is, but he did a fight scene with like a fan and he flips it around just so gracefully and mm. perfectly. But it took over 120 takes before he was like satisfied. Oh, awesome. On yeah. film, I'm assuming. Yeah. You can find it also, you can find it on YouTube. It's like, Jack, if you just search up like Jackie Chan, like it was fan all fight or whatever. Five takes. No, but um. you can see him like showing like, oh, I can flip it like this and it, I make it look easy, but like it took a really long time to learn how to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting just talking about, yeah, the way he uses environments and props. Like, he, you have to teach yourself to fight. Essentially, it would be like a... Because you know how people train with certain, like, weapons and stuff? Yeah. It's like you're training for these objects that no one has ever trained to fight with before. Like, a car door or a fan or, or a, a ladder. ladder. 
Yeah. yeah. Yo, is that at the same time? <laughs> oh my god. Time, Let's kiss. God. Um and and so Jackie Chan is able to do 120 takes because Hong Kong cinema knows the results that they're gonna get right. by giving him the time that he needs. Yeah. And he expresses his frustration with like American films. Fuck you, America. <laughs> And he also talks about how editors in America don't do fight scenes justice because they, they cut. Really don't. They yes. cut on every hit. So watching it, and I, I, I was watching a video essay called Jackie Chan, How to Do Action Comedy by the YouTube channel Every Frame of Painting, which is very you, good. We love Every Frame of Painting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we love him. Yes. They do yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they cut on action. And, I, and one thing I kind of realized is yeah, every time I watch that kind of stuff, I always just assume they're faking it and they're yeah. always using stunt people but for this they're clearly not so, it, so it's just so much cooler that way well it's it's insane that like you know american cinema goes for the heavily edited multiple yeah. shots all that when the strictly better version is also just faster yeah yeah it just makes sense to do it the better way and then we're still not doing it I was going to go on like a bit about the editing. And I remember when I was watching, it, I was like, the editing is really good. It's really concise here. I don't feel like it's jumping me around. And I bring this up because, it, Miles, did you watch Kenobi? I did watch Kenobi. I, I watched the last episode of Kenobi mm-hmm. with a friend from Colorado. And there's a bit where Obi-Wan and Darth, fighting, Darth Vader are fighting. Yeah. And I thought it was edited really poorly. Yeah. And it like it was jumping. They have this one like overhead shot that like comes out of nowhere. And like it's just like jumping around when they're doing the fights, and it just it felt really bad to me. See, and the the thing I had with that is like I also watched the last episode, mm-hmm. and watching it, I was like, if it wasn't for the editing, this fight scene would be really good. I know. I like, like the moves they were doing yeah. were cool. It's just they like were fighting just, with the editing with it. It was jumping around. I was like, yeah, if they just had like a couple of wide shots and we just yeah. saw everything, like it would have been so much better. But I, I felt like I was being whipped around. Anyways. And that's, again, just not only are you cutting on the hit and kind of allowing the audience just to believe that they're not actually being hit Mm -hmm. and that it's stunt work, but it also kind of messes with the rhythm that they've choreographed to some extent. And so Jackie Chan wants the audience to feel that choreography they want, like with the music and the Mm -hmm. action and all that stuff and really just experience it. Uh, And another thing that that YouTube channel talked about was that in most of his fight scenes, Jackie starts off with some kind of disadvantage where mm-hmm. maybe he's blindsided at first or maybe mm-hmm. he's handcuffed or, you know, like he's holding something and he's got to like work around that. So you're, it's kind of like you're always cheering for an underdog. Yeah, like he's every like fight. fighting his way back up. And, and, and the thing that, you know, I've always heard, I, I think, you know, like we've mentioned it multiple times on the podcast, but like the, the corridor guys, they talk about stunt and fight work a lot. And a lot of these great like fights have like these stories being told, like mm-hmm. these sort of story beats where it's like, yeah, he's disadvantaged. And then he, you know, maybe like acquires a tool and then sort of overcomes his challenge. And those, all these like little stories being told through this, this fight. And I think that's, that's better than just, you know, people fighting. And there's just kind of no semblance yeah. to it. It's just people fighting. Yeah. But to, I like to reel it, to go back in time a little bit when we were talking about editing, mm. there's a shot in the mall where like, his knee gets kicked out and then somebody like punches him down and then he tries to get back up, but he gets punched back down again. Mm. And that was like just one solid right. take. Imagine what that would look like in like American editing styles yeah. where it's like, okay, we're going to do this in five different shots and it's yeah. going to look like garbage. Like the Bourne 
the born ultimate yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um Yeah, so I like the style a lot. Good job, Jack. Because when you when you watch Jackie Chan movies, you can't help but go, Oh my god, that looks like it hurt. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, like he like actually That's fell. Good. I find myself amazed every time I watched it and then mm-hmm. you realize American films could be doing this and they're mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I mean I guess a part of it is because it does hurt. Yeah. And so they don't like American cinema doesn't want to risk yeah like having to stop shooting for even a second so they're like well we'll just cut around yeah, and make it look yeah i think i think in recent memory for me american movie that got close to this or you know did it pretty well is i think the northman the way the northman handled um fight scenes is really good i felt like they they didn't cut around a lot it was, it was a lot of long takes. A lot of you long know takes. i mean the whole spoilers the whole um, like when he's trying to get the sword. Yeah. That's one long thing, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I, I think I think we might see more of it now. But yeah, American cinema just doesn't doesn't like it. Um, and real quick, I did go down a bit of a rabbit hole per huge um, because obviously I had to read more about Bruce Lee. But I found out that after his death in 1973, mm-hmm. there's a whole subgenre of films called Bruce Bruceploitation. Which capitalized on his death. Oh. And directors would cast lookalikes in an attempt to draw in audiences. One stuntman named James Ho was told by a producer that he looked like Bruce Lee, so they changed his name to Bruce Lee. Oh. Lee was spelled L-I, however. Uh, and they started using him in, you know, sequels to Bruce Lee's films. Oh, Jesus. And, oh. like, even on posters, they'd show Bruce Lee's face and all that kind of stuff. And they just kind of well, were profiting off of him I after he was dead. And Jackie Chan kind of essentially ended this phase because when Drunken Master came out in 1978, he kind of took over as king of like the Kung Fu movies, mm-hmm. so they didn't need to use all these fake Bruce Lee lookalikes. But yeah. I just thought that was absolutely insane. That was really so, interesting. Yeah, very not of, cool. Yeah. They had uh, shark exploitation films after Jaws came out. Mm-hmm. Sharknado. Sharknado, that was much later, but yes. Um, but yeah, that kind of concludes what I got for Police Story. I did want to go over just a few trivia things and then just talk about what we liked and Oh, of course. Stuff like that. As we do. Um, So some fun trivia for you guys. After this movie had done its final fight scene, the crew jokingly called it the glass story because they broke about 700 pounds of sugar glass. I I I was saying earlier. I smoked a lot of meth. I was saying earlier that you broke a lot of glass. Yes. And speaking of the sugar glass, they used sugar glass that was twice as thick as regular stunt glass. Because it looked more realistic, but it also meant that more people got like injured by doing it because it was thicker. Uh, but mm. yeah, they used a lot. <laughs> hey, we, we're going to use sugar glass because it's less dangerous, but also we're just going to make it more just dangerous. Make it yep. more like glass. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chan also holds the Guinness World Record for most stunts by a living actor. Holy shit! I, I tried to that. find the number, can't find it anywhere. But um, the Guinness actually... World Record president said that quote. Nobody has risked more in the name of entertainment than Jackie Chan, and this world record is a tribute both to his creativity and his endurance. And I agree. All right, well, someone clearly hasn't looked at my filmography, but all right. And then Jackie Chan sings that end credit song. Aww. And the Hong Kong police actually have used that song for decades oh, in promotional that. stuff. And I found the lyrics, huh. like translated, yes, please. Um, yes, please. and I thought I would read it out for you um, guys. Oh, you're not going to sing it? Should we acapella? No. No. Please. No. Fine. (laughs) Fuck. 
Jesus. <laughs> None but my own steely self and total dedication. I sweat, I bleed in search of the great way. Lives put down as wagers may spin a few sagas, defi- defying against distresses so brave. Walking around in arrogance like the lion, it's onward and march with consequences known to oneself. Climb and climb, I'll put my name on the clouds. With pride, I write down the poem of my life. Passion and love, tears and follies, honesty, an end in itself. Life, something to gamble with when epic stories are retold. Hail the hero with the will of steel who watches the world like a lion. Forward we go, as consequences are known to one's own self. On the double, I must soar over the clouds. Forward I must go, man must stand sky high. But wow, that's yeah. a nice little song about how dangerous his job, work Jackie. is. He sings yeah. other things too, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just a singer, isn't he? Sings, he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also in 1990, when Police Story was kind of finally getting over here, Miramax offered to like acquire the rights for Police Story 1 and 2 and then asked Jackie Chan to like splice them together to make one movie. And he was like, fuck that, no way, it's two movies. <laughs> I just didn't do it. And I'm oh, like, yeah. good choice, man. Good <laughs> yeah. choice. Anyway, so that's that's a trivia that I got for you. Again, most of it's just like stunt related that I talked about earlier. Uh, but I want to talk about specific things that I liked. Um, first of all, Jackie Chan is not like the perfect invincible hero. He gets hit. Yeah. He gets hit. He gets down. He gets fucking caked in the face three times. He almost he, dies. He he's clumsy when he's doing the the pencil scene and the phone scene and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he reels back and falls out of the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not perfect. He is, I mean, we did talk about this. He's a bit of a dick to his girlfriend. He is a bit of a wiener. That relationship well, and, is mean, just absolutely insane. Yeah, that relationship. And then, yeah, just like, he does a lot of lying and like manipulating. Yeah. Trying to manipulate people. Yeah. He makes the one girl wear a nightgown rather than change. Yeah. Like, he's not. Yeah. Like, but whatever. Right? He's um, just like, hey, hold my car. Yep. Hold my car. The and brakes broken. Then, but then, brakes broken. But then hold she my car. lets it go. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're both awful. Uh, another thing that I like is that they really throw you right into the action right away. They don't beat around the bush or spend too long in yeah, exposition. Yeah, right into it. They're like, all right, big car scene, driving through a town immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also really like the scene where the police officer pretends to be the intruder. Yeah. With the mask and, you know, he's putting the mask on. He's mm-hmm. spitting feathers out. He he passes out and Jackie Chan is pretending to fight him mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, I think it's a really great physical comedy and I find it very funny and I really like that scene. And yeah, I think those are like the top things. Obviously, dislike possibly the the relationship between May very and Very toxic, Chan. very not good. Yes. But yeah, I really, what, 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 did you, what did you guys think? I loved it. Of course, I think it's very good. Of course, his action is insanely good. Yeah. My favorite not action moment was when he's talking to the chief of police. Yes. And he's like, hey, even if you had like tried to fight back, I couldn't have shot you. And then the chief of police is like, that's why I didn't, because I knew you you couldn't. Hmm. And I was like, oh, what a nice little sweet moment. And now he's yeah. going to go off. And, and then when the chief of police is like, I, I didn't see shit. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't see fucking shit. I love that. Yeah, I like, I like when he goes back to the police office and they're going to arrest him. Mm-hmm. And then his little speech and like freak out. Like... I feel like it's such a it's a good moment where you're like, oh, this isn't like funny anymore. <laughs> there's no more like gags. This is just like he's very serious now. I'm like, just a man have to break set down. up and frame and it's, the it, passion it and energy. It works really well. Yeah, it works well. I think that yeah, the way they did 
you know, comedic, like slapstick. And then it goes into, you know, like the last like quarter is very like serious. Mm -hmm. You know, there isn't really any jokes. I mean, there's people like going over railings and stuff. And maybe that's kind of funny, but it's not like. It's not the bits of getting kicked in the it's face not, or like getting, the fake it's intruder not or in the, face. The, the phone and the, and the pencil, right. like yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I, I like that tonal change. Yeah. Um, we already talked about the editing. I mean, I've said this before. This is not a unique idea. I like how just with his fighting, I feel like all the bad guys are, are really trying to kill him all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not doing the whole like take their turn thing. Yeah. Um, I was chatting with Brian about this where it's like, I, you know, they'll be swinging at the same time. You know, it's not like someone's like, okay, I'm going to wait over here and I'm going to jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I like that. It's just that like, is a massive downfall of American fighting. Yes, absolutely. I.e. Star Wars. I was going to say the Star Wars. The Star Wars scene. That one scene. What is it? The second one? I Yeah. The second new one? Yeah, it's the second they're one. They're in the, the like... Red Room? Yeah, the it's Red like Room. The red, like Throne Room? Yeah. It's infamously like... There's people just like pretending to get punched like 10 feet away and stuff yeah, yeah and they just say going like fucking like, idling like, waiting for their turn yeah it's uh so just saying it where it's like everyone's all like so yeah dude there's that one bit after they fake the invasion and he takes her and then he they, they like actually get ambushed mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. i know we talked about using the environment stuff like that there's one bit where he like flips through the car window yeah and it's so sick it's mm-hmm. so dude. sick there's so many like small moments like that where it doesn't so have to be like a huge stunt and it's just like incredible just and it's just so good to watch yeah just executed the best way it can be executed the way, the way he gets over the one bit where he hops over a fence really good yeah. oh yeah when he breaks into a man's home. Yeah. Well, there's, two, there's one where he, he, like, hops over a guardrail. Yeah. Really and then there's one where he breaks into oh, a man's yeah. home and he, like, and he just sort of gets his legs up over there. Yeah. I mean, just, like, those little things where it's just yeah. like, holy cow, wow. Well, there was one part where he just kind of hurdles over, like, a railing. Yeah. And I was I like, I was, talking about, yeah. I was like, man, I would have planted my hand and, like. I know. I was like, it. I would have, or just gone around it. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have, like. Whoosh. Yeah, he just goes, whoop. And you're like, oh, the fuck, okay. Um, <laughs> yep. What did you like about it, Miles? I, oh man, I mean, it's a lot of like, you know, sound like a broken record, but the editing, mm. insanely good. The action, insanely good. The girlfriend and the relationship, very bad. We don't like that part. I also yeah. hate Selena when she tapes over and is like, sits on the cactus, that whole bit. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, ugh, right. the court, it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But I also don't understand, like, this is another example of like, how he's like a shitty boyfriend, because She's like, where am I going to sleep? And he's like, in my bed. And she's like, where are you going to sleep? And he's like, in bed next to you. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, like he's, yeah, he's sleazy. Yeah. He's a sleazy guy. Um, yeah. I guess if I had to pick like one bed, I don't even know if this is a bad thing because I work, I think it works for this movie. Maybe you can't be harsh on this. I feel like the music is very dated. Yeah. Um, the music, I mean, it was very, but again, it like works for this movie. The music, the sound effects. I don't know if you, I watched it on HBO. The All the audio seems just a little off. I didn't notice. I, I, I kind of noticed that too. To that. Like yeah. just like a millisecond off yeah. or something. Yeah. But just like some of the like guitar riffs and stuff. I love like, when it's just like, <laughs> oh, choose your. <laughs> it's like, okay. But like, again, because it's like a silly movie, I feel yeah. like it works. Yeah. But. Oh, his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So goofy. He's, he's very expressionist. Yeah, he's just got... the way he runs. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's good. So, yeah. it's, 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 it's I don't have any really good. Yeah, yeah. No real complaints here. Yeah. 
Cool. It does it. it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It is a fun time from start to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's good comedy bits. There's a lot of good action bits. And overall, I, this is just Jackie Chan like in his fucking prime. And it's just, yeah. it's glorious. Yeah. It's just so fun. This is a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great. I think we should rate I it. I think, we, I think we should probably rate this movie. Yeah. Mariah, what would you rate Rush, not Rush Hour 2. <laughs> the Rush Hour 2. What would you rate story. Rush Hour 2? What, what would I rate Rush Hour 2? Rush 3. Oh. Um, okay, for Police Story, I think I have to give it... Hmm. I think I'm going to give this movie an 8 erasers eaten out of <laughs> 10 erasers eaten. Erasers he, did, he did eat those erasers. Yeah. I think I will give it... I think I want to go... Like... Simply looking at it and when we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I didn't really have any issues with this movie. And so I was like, maybe I should rate it a little higher than that, you know, like than I was originally going to. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like eight point three. Not functioning lungs out of ten. <laughs> I I really liked it. Um different movie, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hello. That's what I'm gonna say that after jokes now. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi, hello. I really liked uh, this movie. Um, I, I think I'm gonna give it nine mm-hmm. insanely hot poles <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, because like everything was besides their relationship, which I think was supposed to be shitty. Yeah, it yeah. was perfect. All the audio was also a little weird. I think it'd be like a 9.5 if it wasn't for like the really campy sound effects <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Oh, I love the sound effects. But I know it's like, I think it's but really campy. It also serves it to a certain it, extent. Yeah, it's yeah. also part of it. So nine, nine, just, just, I get that. Just hot poles. <laughs> yeah, just, just I, oh, hot. so hot. I realized what hot. I should have rated mine though. I, sh- I should have said eight yoinks off a. Uh, Moped. Eight yoinks. Eight, eight yoinky spoinkies. Eight moped yoinks. Out of ten moped of yoinks. Ten yeah. Sorry. Sweet, sweet moped yoinks. Yeah. Um, also, I know we are very close to being done, but it is a thing where people say, like, oh, we put our we you know, we put our blood, sweat, and tears into making X thing. Homie legit puts his blood, sweat, and and blood, tears. sweat, tears. He's a got lot a lot of blood. He's gotta pee himself at some point too. He puts his Blood, sweat, warm, hot piss, piss, and tears. And tears. Gross. All are salty. Oh, oh, every please. last bit. Please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's great. Um, <laughs> I think that that will conclude uh, this, this, uh, this episode. But, Miles... You're oh. gonna be leading the next one. What, what's what's yeah. next week's? Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, next week, you're gonna join me on a sweet, sweet adventure through uh, Leica's hit film <gasps> Paranorman. Hey. hey, we're gonna get into something finally animated. Yeah, um, but like pseudo, like it's animated, but it's also like real. So it's like yeah. you know, claymation. I'm excited. I've never I'm seen even, it. I'm very excited. I'm oh, you've never seen it? Never yeah, seen you're going to like it. I saw it in theaters. You're going to like it. It's I've a, been like meaning to see it. It's a good movie. I just haven't. Got slapstick comedy in it. Slapstick? Got it's got zombies. It's got sound in it. It has... It's a talkie? Colors. It's, yeah. yeah, it's also in color. Oh, so movies. your mind's going to get goddamn blown. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, next week, Paranorman, Leica, 
I'll talk about how Laika started because it is kind of goofy. All right. Like a ah. Hey, I was gonna do that. First time. Okay, sorry. Wait, did you say like a virgin or surgeon? Virgin. Oh, I thought you were okay, doing the well, weird you, owl. You picked the wrong, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I would have said like a surgeon like a cutting for the very first time. Constipated. Okay. All right. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so in the meantime, uh, until the next episode, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at the takes it took. You can also email us if you have any, you know, corrections, anything that I got wrong, uh, any ideas for future episodes any comments if you have any any anything you want to say about police story or any of the other movies we've covered in the past send an email our way you can find us at that takes it took at gmail.com mm-hmm. until then goodbye watch some good movies oh and yes do that as well and Hi, have hello. fun yeah um don't say hello as we leave <laughs> and uh to finally end things off you can also personally send me a letter at uh, my apartment <laughs> From now on, it's gonna be. I'm gonna DDoS myself, and you're gonna have to find a way to cut it out. All right. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.